0: How do we start these things again? I believe
1: um, we welcome people. Hello, one and all. And then we tell
0: them who we are. I'm Patrick Bateman. I'm Peter Michaels. We did that different?
1: we were supposed to do it the other way around. Uh, This is the road to stage. That's our ego intro.
0: Right, exactly. I am who I am and no one else matters. (laughs) Um... How's your summer going?
1: It's been flying by, man. It's been hot and great. At least smoke, as it has been affecting pretty much all of the western provinces and I think Ontario's. Yeah, Ontario wildfire is pretty
0: serious right now. The weird thing that I've noticed this week is that I don't smell the smoke, but I can see it. Right. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. And it's weird because
1: like even this morning when I got up, I opened the blinds and I'm like, oh, it's like a dreary day. But it's not. It's just it's dark because yeah. it is so smoky. Yeah. But luckily that yeah the smell isn't.
0: Quite there. Um, so this is episode, what, 17? One-seven. And uh, we've both... It's been a crazy few weeks. We both have, like, vacations planned and stuff, and, um, you know, both busy with, with our actual jobs. Um, of course, busy with the road the stage, but uh, we've also recently seen some live music. Not together. Not together.
1: Uh, well, we kind of, like, the Shred Kelly... Oh, we, I totally forgot
0: about yeah, that. Shred, yeah, that's yeah, right. That memorable. We, hey, we saw Shred Kelly, which was actually very I actually very told good.
1: you a joke and you laughed like for a long time afterwards,
0: but I guess it didn't. Ooh, yeah. Maybe was that? Was it after 9 p.m.? Might have been after. That, that, that. would explain. <laughs> it's it. probably after. Um, 9 but I also saw a really cool showcase of local bands. That's right. A couple of weeks ago, and then you just saw. Um, uh, guests of our side road sessions, the Static Shift the static on the weekend, shift. right?
1: Then there's so there was a couple of local bands yep. on the Friday night, and then the Static Shift and JJ Shiplet, some Calgary bands. Yep. that yep. came up on Saturday, and oh, it's just so good. Felt good. Although you know what, I'm out of shape, musically out of shape. What do you mean? Well, because I didn't, I do typically wear earplugs for shows right. now, especially yep. you know getting on in years, and I've abused them pretty good yep. over the years, so I've just become accustomed to using uh, earplugs. But that first show back, I didn't and paid for it the next oh, really? morning. And then the other thing that you forget, too, and I remember we actually talked to uh, Tyler from Said the Whale about it, mm-hmm. is you just you elevate your voice so much when you're in a louder room and talking. Yeah, that's and all worst. it took was a couple hours, and my voice was just about shot on Saturday, just with that elevated.
0: Yeah, elevated. I, so I'm out of
1: shape. I'm out of concert shape.
0: I remembered uh, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day, and I was like, man, I haven't chewed gum in a long time. Like, why, why? We used to chew gum all the time. And I realized it's because I would always have gum. I always wanted gum going to shows because I don't love yelling at people. Yeah. And then you have to get up a little close. God, I wish everybody was as uh, thoughtful you as gum. you. You're drinking you beers. You're smoking this and that. You, you need some, some refreshment. So yeah. I'm going to have to remember what it's like to buy gum again now that we're seeing some live music.
1: Yeah, and much, much, much more to come. Things are opening up.
0: Pretty fast. Pretty pretty fast. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, if you are, aren't listening to us from Alberta, then you probably are like, wait, they went to live music? They saw concerts that, you know, you weren't sitting in your cars or standing in bubbles? No, yeah. Nope. No distancing, no. So get your damn vaccine. That's what I have to say. Yes. Um, who do we have uh, joining us tonight? That is not the guest.
1: That is not the guest. Uh, we have producers Ryan and
0: riley hell yeah we got, we got some some bottles we got here some too.
1: very special bottles there Big sawback sh- brewing co what shout up out to sawback uh Go services inc mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. uh they're taking a liking to you i don't know if you've noticed or not but
0: that's because i
1: like toilets are, I, are, like I like bathrooms i like porta potty world uh, shout out to tourism red deer who did you see what they unleashed in red deer this week
0: no, remind with me.
1: Some friends. Uh, they've got goats out uh, trimming the Not lawn. Bees. Around. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the goats are out there making red deer look beautiful. I
0: did not know that red deer was uh, at a point where we were using wild animals to uh, trim the lawns. How long have you been here? Of course. Have they been here be. for a long time? Uh, yeah, I think Calgary just a... started doing it like two years ago. Yeah,
1: no, that's definitely not anything new. You know, we have backyard chickens, right?
0: Yes. Okay. I d- well, yeah, but aren't there some weird laws with that? Uh, I don't know. Aren't you only allowed to have 13, no fewer, no more?
1: Actually, that is correct. Yes, that is. <laughs> So you've looked into it.
0: <laughs> um, yes, 13 chickens here in Red Deer, Alberta. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Sawback, Go Services, Inc., Tourism Red Deer, and Bose Bar and Stage. Of course, um, where we saw those shows. Now, I've never seen our guests tonight at Beau's. Um, I have had a beer or two with them at Bose. Yes. Um, but uh, we're talking tonight to Johnny and Renee from the Standstills from Oshawa, Ontario. So they've had two shows for sure at Bose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
1: one with The Lazies, and then another they opened for uh, Sebastian Bach. Right, right.
0: I forgot. Did we talk about that? Uh, I think it does. We have ca- talked I, about that.
1: We've talked about it for sure. That must have been And then wild. their most recent show out here was the uh, Tail Creek Mudden
0: Music which Festival and outdoor show, which we definitely talked about because oh, yeah. that is very <laughs> memorable. Very memorable opening to that show. I, uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was going through the, the episode the other night, and like that story is unbelievable. <laughs> I really love how open and transparent they are about it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the standstills, and um, they're just really fabulous people, amazing people. So, thank you so much for joining us, uh, everyone, one and all. On uh, this week's episode of The Road to the Stage. Boom, let's do it. Okay, let's talk about something to do. We talked just over a year ago. Um, I went back and watched that interview, and quite honestly, you guys were in a, a a process of writing music, which you guys seemed kind of all right with everything that, you know, staying home and, and getting to work. And it was kind of inspiring. I know you guys were talking about. ability to write music at home and you were getting more done than you thought you may may have previously uh how are you feeling now
2: oh like good
3: yeah the records
2: in the mix amazing like that's awesome yeah Yeah. it's been it's it we grew so much during this period as artists and writers and like it's just um just so excited for everybody to hear what we've come up with and like this album that we put together like we were able to spend so much time about on the concept of it and uh and then juggling around with so many different song ideas and uh different recordings and and then just like we pushed ourselves uh um i know for me i pushed myself vocally more than i've ever done and yeah and the drum like Renee's playing on this is, like, unreal compared to the stuff that we've done before. I, I don't and even was know where it came like, from. It was just us constantly pushing because we had the time. And it, it just, I, I think it's just incredible, like, for us. And I'm super proud of it. I can't wait for people to hear it. Um, our label is just over the moon about it. Our management, like, everybody's, everybody um, just thinks it's, like, we couldn't have done any better. It's like, it, they just love it so much too. But you know, now that I've oversold it, like crazy, <laughs> it's going to come out and everyone's going to be like, Ur,
0: uh. you know, just once I'd love to
1: hear an artist say, how do you feel about your new music? Ah, you know, it's not as good as our old stuff
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> total bummer yeah. man yeah no that's uh, that's um, sweet i'm I'm super happy to hear that that sounds like a, a really exciting position to be in after spending so much time on it and I, I noticed recently like you've been in the studio a lot over the last few months right
3: we really have yeah mm. we just did we were just at revolution for a uh charity event that's coming up in right like two weeks. But, um, yeah, we just keep finding ourselves in the studio at some point yeah. or another.
1: So, <laughs> and is there any dangers in having that much time to focus on it? Like sometimes you'd be working on a project and maybe you get stuck in a spot and you can kind of just go somewhere else and relax and get your frame of mind reset again. But there really wasn't anywhere else to go for the last year and a half. So you were pretty much yeah. in it the whole time. Is there any, uh, dangers to that? Is there anything that maybe went wrong that you couldn't get away for a little bit?
2: Um, I would say like if it was if it was just the two of us and uh, I would say that there's probably dangerous to like just spending way too much time on the material like, just uh, but because we worked it as a team with Neil Sanderson um, producing for us um, it really it added like there was that relief because it was that third person who was there like the whole time, like as we were working as a team, which is a different dynamic this time around than, uh, than prior. Like we did, we did work a lot um, with the producer last time, um, but not as long on the project. Or so hands it, on. Or hands on. And, and so like, and this time using somebody different was, um, very unique, it had a unique dynamic to it. And Neil is just he's, he's such a good writer. And he knows so much about uh, um, song structuring, and like, he's got a really keen ear for different, uh, um, different things that we, we haven't really uh, been, been able to discuss in further detail. Because we had the time to do it now. So yeah. we really kind of like picked his brain on a lot of stuff. And so he was really amazing. And he was pushing us like the whole time, like just like we need this to be better, we need to get, get this, like, you know, let's work on these lyrics a little bit more, so just different stuff like that. So it was like a massive growth project, I guess. Like sounds, that sounds really that sounds painful. It sounds it was like a you... massive growth that we had removed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds like you had some like legitimate studio therapy or some yeah. creative yeah. therapy yeah. over the last year.
3: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of laughing too, which was great. That's great. And we, luckily, we caught a lot of that on film. So I'm sure there will be a, a little video later down the road of all
1: that. I'm curious oh, yeah. with working with Neil, um, you know, some producers, you know, kind of have, when they're with a band, they can kind of bring their sound into other projects. And Three Days Grace <laughs> kind of has a sound that's really been copied a lot. So yeah. does Neil just kind of work with the sound that you guys have, or does he try to, you know, steer it towards some Three Days Grace kind of sounds?
3: I think because we were kind of his first full producer credit i think i think we were his first for, for the, yeah, full the album. album
4: yeah
3: um so this was kind of very new him for him too i i like he did have a lot of influence but as far as like the sound of the album i think we have a very unique thing and yeah. we did a very unique thing and i like as much as we are still steering in that same kind of hard rock direction mm-hmm. which is kind of where we've always sat really mm-hmm. but i don't feel like it's I mean it doesn't sound like a three days grace record it sounds yeah. like a standstill's record
4: yeah but it yeah. is
3: a cool collaboration because of his his ability to write songs is unbelievable so you will see that bump in our songwriting yeah as a whole because just that collaboration was just such a great marriage in this record
2: mm-hmm. it, he kind of he had this different perspective so he never he never like stepped on anything we were doing and like bringing anything like um, that would be something more Three Days Grace style. Like he really spent time with the music that we were kind of sending him. And then we were we would always look at which um, pieces that we would send him. Um, how do we make this the best it can be? So first he would just kind of like listen to it and be like, uh, I'm not really keep, like feeling these ones, but this one's really special. Let's spend some time on this one. And then we would just really like, Buckle down on that one song, but he also he spent a lot of time just like looking at uh, different aspects of what we've done in the past and then looking at what he really liked the most and what he thinks are kind of like our stronger points and pressing on those way more on this album than uh, than what we've done in the past. So it was it was more like he was just trying to get the best version of us without us sounding like 3 days grace like he didn't he, like we're we're not 3 days grace so it's, you know it wouldn't make sense for us to try to force that you know we've already kind of we've established our sound and different things we've done and uh so we really looked at that like what are the songs that people love the most and let's do more of that and just make sure that we're not going to go off of you know, um, being the best version or putting forward the best version of, of ourselves for this yeah. long.
3: It's still very genuine to us
2: and mm-hmm. our...
3: Our taste in music. Do I look like I have a glam fan on me right now? Because that's what I feel like. <laughs> we <a> <laughs> I mean,
2: well, you guys just I had a bit did, of I a drought, that's... didn't you? <laughs> You're supposed yeah. to have. The, cat, the cat might uh, the cat might make an appearance at some point. We, we, the, we we're hoping we for it. Only hope. He's,
3: <laughs> he's already he's already tried twice. I have yeah. to say that is that
0: is like uh, um, a remarkable endorsement of a producer, but also just a description of of a producer's role and and kind of obligations that i don't often hear described as eloquently as you guys just did so oh,
2: uh thanks, thank you then.
0: yeah that's Love uh, the partnership part of it right well ju- or yeah just like you know uh, looking back into the past picking what this person with their expertise believes to be your trademarks your strong your strong suit and then how to adapt that into the future with what you want to do going forward that's uh I, yeah I, I can't say i've heard that that description of a production role too often so
2: yeah sounds I sounds we really lucky to to have had this time to work with him like we did so we wrote co-wrote um our single wild together with okay Neil. okay and that's where the relationship started and we always knew that there was something really special about our bond with him mm-hmm. and uh because we we've done a little bit of co- co-writing and stuff in the past but that was like one day we put that song together and we we're just Actually, like wow it was like you guys had a demo already like,
3: night. it
2: was like the dynamic of of, the, of this it's like this is something special and I, we've always wanted to revisit working with him again so this time around it's just been like we're just like fuck yeah we got the time to like neil's not on the road and he was all thumbs up and it was yeah. just like We just we're so excited about that so and what is this
0: is this his personal studio that's not the one you were talking about earlier with the charity event right
3: no so we did work a little bit out of his place which isn't too far from where we live but the album was recorded in jucasa which Mm -hmm. is just kind of around the hamilton area okay It's it's on an indigenous reserve which mm-hmm. makes it very special. Yeah, like like a cool unbelievable place. Unbelievable studio too. It's really top notch. Like they have like a one of the Neve consoles from
2: Abbey Road. Oh, Hello. yeah, with like Lennon's yeah. signature on the inside. They actually the well, guy no, it says
3: "Rest in peace, John Lennon." But it, like someone carved it in right after he passed away.
2: No, I thought he actually signed it. No. Didn't they have this? Okay, maybe I got that story wrong. I'll have to research. i have to I like research. Johnny's story better. Let's John, go with Johnny's. John, John Lennon. John Lennon carved. Know. Rest go in let peace. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. 100%. Someone's going
4: to
2: I think John Lennon signed it. I'm pretty sure McCart- there's McCartney's blood on there somewhere. Elvis,
0: <laughs> Chuck Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Berry.
2: The story yeah. just gets
0: Most bigger are, and bigger every Most time you tell it.
2: Anyways, special
3: board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no i saw some pictures it looked like a really cool place that you guys were
2: were spending time
0: um
3: yeah like, was on, some, was on, some was nature like theater in there and
2: the, so- team, dude, the engineers that work out of that studio are just so top-notch like it was such a pleasure to work with them too they were just incredible people but just they were um on such a higher level they worked with a lot of really big acts and stuff so it was really cool to see what they were bringing to the table And uh, and a lot of the there was a lot of like little boutique things we were adding into the recording and they were so um, they were so great at that stuff and bringing that in. And like it was uh, this album is such a great team effort with them, with Neil. Um, It's and I think that's what why we feel it's so special because it's just like. It's 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 more than just us. It's everybody else who we were able to work with. It was just unbelievable, and a, and yeah. such a big part of it.
3: Just so eager for you
2: guys to hear it. I was yeah. just gonna say. So like, how what? long do we have to wait? <laughs> yeah. But like I said, <laughs> sending like, it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's gonna really be over it here. I don't want to oversell it too much. Like it's okay, guys. It's not that great. All it's right. Just, so like, are we ready to start bad.
0: the interview? Can we start the interview <laughs> yeah. now?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just give us a
1: quick recap of what you just said in that last 10 minutes, and it'll be fun.
0: Seriously, though, are we, like, do you, do you, what what are we looking at, a Q1 2022, or you guys, you guys have a time of year booked, planned?
3: Uh, so we wanted to wait until the mixes were fully done. We just mm-hmm. put the album in order, actually, which is kind of a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Big milestone. Um, so once that's all done then the full marketing plan will be put together and like you really have to take your time with the marketing plan, right, because every it's really important how you release it and mm-hmm. when you release it. So
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, I don't have any answers yet as to when, but I mean, yeah. Soon. So
1: how do you how do you stay sane? Cause you it seems like you're excited about this. How do you stay sane during this next phase where it's there, it's done, you know you want it, you want everybody to hear it, but now you gotta I sit on it.
3: I think it's just like, you know, our manager calling us like every other day with little more little bits of good news of what's coming down the pipe and stuff so that's kind of what keeps us going but then that's just built more stuff building that we can't talk about yeah. too so
2: we uh we're gonna we're gonna start uh um rehearsing it all now too so yeah now we're in the next phase of like okay let's get let's get behind a pa and start jamming it and uh and recreating a lot of the sounds and the moments that um changed what we were in the studio that we were adding into the studio so that process takes takes a takes quite a while like to just get everything right when there's a lot of bits and pieces um but that's like yeah so that's like a huge part of what we're going to be doing in the next little while
0: and then we'll get you guys in here into this beautiful new space we've got in red deer next time you're through town
3: are you actually at Bose right now it kind of looks like it
1: no, we there's, are not. There's pieces of Bose that have yes. made their way into this studio. Table
3: looks.
0: This table? We, should we look very made made sat there. around well, this, this very table This could at be the point.
3: one. Yeah. Oh, really?
0: It's possible. This is from <laughs> Bose, absolutely. This was uh, a project that was hatched by, I don't know if you remember Ryan from Bose, who kind of does the, runs the sound there. Um, yes. But him yes, and, I do. and our uh, video producer, Riley, they kind of built the space, and then we said, oh, this, this looks like a cool corner. A well, need a little spot for us to do some things? Yeah.
3: Logo sick. I really
0: like that. Oh, thank you. I didn't I'm make it. Of
3: course, creepier.
0: Um, but uh, yeah. Time. So we're we're very excited to have you on or in here whenever you guys are in town next because we have this giant green screen wall.
1: Oh, the stuff we could put behind. So
0: bring your favorite <laughs> <Yeah>. superhero tights <laughs> and uh, your your guitar, and we'll we'll make so some magic. Many to
2: choose from. <laughs> <laughs> so many make shots of the <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: exactly exactly
1: um so while you guys are waiting for this next phase to jump in um you became parents to some pigeon chicks recently is that oh. you've got <laughs> are you, so you following that story? you've got some pigeons to raise <laughs> yeah dubs
3: yeah hey, oh, are they dubs is that what it is it's really yeah first Horing of all dubs. first <laughs> okay. of all Uh-oh. they're dubs
2: Done. <laughs> this interview's name, over.
3: They're not dependent the on yeah. Their
2: names are Lucy and Pompadou. <laughs> They're a couple.
3: <laughs> yeah, they've been shagging on our patio for a while, and they keep coming yeah. back to have babies. So,
2: yeah.
3: Although my cat got at one today.
0: That oh. Wasn't so- oh. Oh no. Was you. there a war? Was there a battle?
3: no i think he she... has
0: no teeth so he <laughs> just... circle of life
1: he just sucks on <laughs> the circle. He gums them <laughs>
0: what's your and cat's name
3: from...
0: ichabod okay so you got ichabod and pompadour and lucy is that it
3: yeah, yeah.
2: all right ichabod, but Pompadour and lucy okay, okay and they had two babies already which were penelope and um, johnny uh, loves
3: to name Berners. pringle
2: pringle and penelope it was a boy <laughs> and a girl
0: and they're gone now
2: they're yeah. gone oh, they I leave the, the nest seagull, so quick I'm sorry, they're not ge- they're not gender specific so we don't know what they are that's fair but that was the names so but you yeah, just... they're gone now we have two new babies
3: <laughs> that's all that's exciting in the is this but like we can talk about this so this is great
0: is this like the official bird of oshawa is uh, the dove <laughs> the morning.
3: Dove? <laughs> i think i think it's the seagull <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> which people often refer to as the shit hawk. yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> <laughs> I think that's universal. <laughs> um Which Pete, is, I think that's a good name for a band, the shithawks. <laughs> I'm uh,
0: it's gotta be. It's gotta be. gotta be.
1: We've got the Jayhawks. There's gotta be the
2: shithawks.
0: With Jayhawks, uh, was that Ronnie No. Who who are the Jayhawks? Um was it Ronnie it wasn't Ronnie Hawkins, was it?
1: Not Ronnie Hawkins, no. It was uh I can I can picture him in my This head is like kept...
0: old like doo wop, right? Yeah, yeah. Goes back a ways. Back to the nineteen thirties. Depression era, depre- I, depression era music. I can
1: totally tell by telling what these guys have been talking about. That's what this new album is going to be.
0: Um, I'm full new sound for the Sandstills. We, we just asked them How about their that? their studio time. You didn't you didn't ask your question. What was my question? You know about the recording process.
1: Oh my fa- my favorite question to ask. Favorite question.
0: I do have a favorite question to ask. Have you okay. heard the White
1: Buffalo? <laughs> Did you duet with the White Buffalo? Uh, no. It was has there ever been an instrument that you guys brought in to record? That just didn't fit, didn't work. Something crazy that you thought, let's give this a try. This weird, strange instrument, and it just
3: didn't go. How about, how about, how about a weird one that did fit, yeah. or did, yeah, that's or what did one? Yeah, hear. sure.
2: Can we add that in there? Yes. It was when it when we listened back, and we were like, "This is bonkers." <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're keeping it.
2: We're keeping it. <laughs>
3: We have a washboard solo.
0: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh, hell yeah!
2: Yeah! Yeah! Pretty <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's pretty balls. So,
0: <laughs>
1: what conversation led to you know what it sound good right there? How does that come
2: up?
3: <laughs> I think it was a percussive thing. We're like, we need something like to add to the percussive
2: yeah, beat was, of what's going on, and
3: then it
2: just <laughs> there was a guy in Peterborough. He was I forget his washboard gym or something like that oh yeah
3: that's the story and so
2: neil neil used to go see this guy like all the time and it was just like a whole night of washboard no
3: i thought he was homeless wasn't he just someone on the street
2: no 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 he was he was playing gigs so yeah well i mean that's pretty close to homeless if you're a musician (laughs) but uh but yeah he's like a so he's this guy in peterborough who would just like everybody knew this washboard guy and they'd see him like at different places and neil would go out and so we were talking about that and uh and they had one in the studio and we're like let's pull it so we started to like think about what song oh yeah uh, we were like making going. it
3: fit too oh, we yeah. were like <laughs> which song should we put
2: it on where did where could this thing work and uh and then when it got laid down we're like oh my god this fits
1: <laughs> so was it something that you just picked up right away and you were a natural washboard player or did it take a little bit of practice to get the the
2: flow right
3: this so, one actually will not be credited to us on this right yeah okay
2: <laughs> this was this was all neil neil crushed it he was like i've never seen a person like so the wa- the washboard's so like hard on the hands and uh he's got like these drummer hands so he he's like beating his hands on this thing and like my hands I'd, I'd, they'd be ripped apart like yeah i don't have hands like his so he took the role and jumped in there <laughs> and then like by the end though like when he was playing like his like fingernail was like melted from the heat
3: we had God. shared a story when we first did it because he was holding it like a guitar and he had like his hat on backwards and was just like like soloing a guitar it was the yeah. funniest thing
1: damn Anyways, if yeah. if if we could get Renee can you just hold your hands up to the camera so we can see exactly what drummer hands are as just <laughs> I, described by would uh, you describe Renee's hands as drummer hands Johnny
2: they're, they're those hands. are drummer
1: hands okay so good we got a clear vision so wait, of what this, drummer hands are i this... guess
2: that doesn't make yeah but i, I he had the <laughs> biggest drummer hands in the group <laughs> so this is
0: an upcoming washboard solo that that will eventually be able to hear is this old yeah no, yeah, it's, no. it's
3: it's laid down it's in dance. the album for the new so album. now it'll be the trick you guys have to see if you
2: can figure out where it is so why did not you egg? lead
0: lead the new album sell with the washboard part johnny
2: <laughs> with the washboard solo yeah. song
0: you guys, we're super happy about this album, but before we even talk about that, we've got a washboard solo. That's how solo. good
1: this album is, yeah, that yeah. the washboard
0: yeah. solo can get buried a little bit.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh,
0: man. That's, uh, well, I'm very excited to hear that new music. I'm also stoked to see that you guys have a show coming up. Yes. Um, still a while away. Is that September, is that uh, Truro show your first one since, wow. It'll be
3: our first to an audience yeah. live show yeah crazy so
0: yeah it's Sorry, the fourth please. annual rock the hub in Nova scotia right
3: yeah it's such a good time
0: you've been I there yeah
1: you guys we, played the last one
3: the, yeah. yeah yeah actually we did yep. um it feels like forever ago but because because the pandemic pushing mm-hmm. everything but yeah this promoter has this great ability to bring all these bands who are all friends together <laughs> yeah I don't know if he's deliberately doing it, but it just makes for an amazing festival because it's all friends. Like you'll see like this person from this band getting up on stage with this band and like that just happens all the yeah. time there. Like, it's, it's just so much fun. And then the, just being backstage there is just a riot. Like you'll see bands carry, like everyone stays for the whole weekend. So mm-hmm. we'll just all go to each other's shows. And
1: I had some friends just... of mine that went two years ago, it would have been that last one oh, from, really? from Sylvan that went and said it was, yeah, just." Just a party, and is it the the promoter also owns the hotel that's nearby or something? Is that?
3: Uh, am I dreaming owns, that up? He owns something. He owns something. a brewery and a rest and a few restaurants. Right. Okay. So yeah, you'll see. Usually the after party ends up at one of those spots.
2: All right. Yeah. So like, it's, a ton, it's a ton of fun. Like the whole the whole weekend is just so the vibe of it was just incredible the last time, and we just can't wait to get back into that.
4: Uh, you know, it,
2: it's it's. I just hope it's not going to get emotional. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: I mean, I was yeah. looking at it. I, it it kind of <laughs> seems
0: like there's plenty of opportunity for that because a, it's your first show back in a long time. Plus you're going to be playing to an audience that is like super, super eager for what you guys are doing. But yeah, you're also there that, that day you're playing with like monster truck, big wreck and OLP. Most of those, yeah. if not all you've, you've had experiences with before. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: So you're hitting oh. the stage
0: again for the first time in what a year and a half, almost two years really with, people you know that's got to be special
3: yeah
2: it's, it is. it's very special and we're we're like it's right now we're looking forward to that so much and it's like that's one of the other things that keeps us going is having little moments like that and just like you know it's it's it was hard to see when that was going to happen it's so many periods during this pandemic yeah that it's just like i don't know if we're gonna fucking get back on stage like i don't know what's gonna happen we don't nobody knew what was gonna happen and now the fact that we can see it and it's in front of us and it's just like weeks away it's like it really uh it really is like lighting a fire in us to want to just put on the greatest performance of our lives (laughs) and you know what i mean like just like this is it like it's like true like we're so eager to get up there and do what we do and uh so it's I think it's gonna be something very special or really terrible because it's been so long.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't great right the other way. <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm guessing no, you'll get it you'll get it figured to out. Good. It's gonna be good. It's going to be good. It's I know, going to be good. I know we've talked we'll about it.
0: I know we've talked about it before, but I just and it might maybe i apologize <clears> if it doesn't make you if you can't look back on it humorously but i always think about that tail creek show <laughs> out here when oh, God. was it johnny you didn't know the show was starting like or
2: is it a big, last, it was a last minute bathroom breaker this, this is what happened there was like <laughs> something, i don't i don't know which act it was but there was the it was like the setup and all that stuff got pushed so far right then we were like the first ones up so it looked like we were the pieces of shit (laughs) 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 we were like backstage with all our shit like we got to get this stuff on stage and it was like we we had no time to get up there and try to like at least plug in and make sure, make sure stuff is working. Yeah, I but,
3: remember a sound guy. Oh, I could God. hear him in the monitor. He's like, kick drum. And then the guy's like, nope, no time.
2: No time. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's <laughs> like, no. We were just like, oh, my God. Like, do you want us to perform? Or <laughs> like, no. I don't think it was
3: though like Danko was sweating like he's like what is going on <laughs> like yeah. we're all just like this is crazy. And my memory is
1: terrible but Renee you were up there for you're like by yourself for oh like
3: God, a good what like 10 yeah it was like it five ten like minutes.
0: It <laughs> felt like a long time. Felt because like a long time.
3: We, we, didn't no commun- we didn't communicate what was going on but the there. guy didn't ask him if he was ready and he, he didn't have his in-ears everything was in the trailer like he still had to go back to his trailer and
2: Get, Get ready.
3: So at that point, he goes to me, he's like, all right, good to go. And I'm like, I, I mean, I guess. And then he quit up there and then I'm like, oh, my God, where's Johnny?
2: Yeah, it was just there was still no putting on a shirt. Yeah. yeah, there was no communication. We were like being pulled in different directions, like chickens with our heads cut off. It and was interesting. That's how the show started.
1: <laughs> but then from there. Everything went smooth, and that was a pretty kick well. Not out exactly. Show. I no, mean, it was your, pretty good, your it? set
0: was great, but you got like really sick after Renee, didn't you?
3: Oh yeah,
0: heat stroke.
3: They thought it was heat stroke or something. Yeah, I was laid out for the night.
2: Yeah, it's probably the stress of <laughs> night, like, <laughs> trying to get on stage, and it's like, go oh, here, do this, no time. What? I was like... <laughs> this is my guitar work forget about it
0: <laughs> yeah i will never forget just seeing renee just like sitting you're by yourself just sitting behind the kit on this big my old nightmares.
3: stage my nightmares guys mm. All my right. nightmares. never Especially again the, you know, drum solo never yelling i was like uh, again
2: uh, but it's good you i know, felt like uh, leaving
3: i'm like you know what i'm leaving it's too <laughs> it's
2: like,
3: i'll or just like I'll, I'll be back so where it does,
2: does like, I, felt, I felt like we were being tested like, can you get, like, can you go through all of this and then still put on a performance? Still being <laughs> like, <laughs> would there be so in your head, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah.
4: So I, ho- I,
2: I quit. hope quit. we passed the test because <laughs> we got through it, but it almost killed Renee.
1: <laughs> oh, you guys handle it like pros. In the, in the hierarchy of stage mishaps, is that... Top of the list, or have you guys had others that can? That, yeah, that's number. That we can lay claim to that here in Alberta, the number one. <laughs> the tip top. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, we don't have to ever bring it up again. Uh, let's bring up.
2: Go lay down, guys. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> let's bring up
1: more uh, uh, maybe fun, happy road stories. Um, and actually, I want to know uh, what is the second craziest thing that you guys have seen on the road? Because I think we know what the first craziest is. Uh, which, uh, how, how many years ago is that with the, you guys see a moose and a bear eating a moose on the side of the road? Jesus. Is that 2016?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it would have been the OLP. There. So
1: nothing's going to beat that. So what's the second craziest thing that you've seen on the road?
3: Seen.
2: Um, like wildlife-wise? Anything. Breakdowns, wildlife.
1: traffic, huge traffic problems, snowstorms sure hope they don't
2: uh, say it yeah we oh. saw a tornado once when we were driving and uh we were <laughs> listening to the radio and riders on the storm was on huh. and we like look o- and it was like storming like crazy and we look over to our right and we're like there's a fucking tornado like right there. holy shit <laughs> <Like a> cow <laughs> another alberta story yeah that was alberta it was right outside of medicine hat huh? Damn. It was insane. And what was funny about that, too, is that we were actually driving in the wrong direction of where we were supposed to be going. (laughs) Three hours the
3: wrong way. Three
2: hours. And And it was (laughs) like, wait a minute.
1: The tornado was a sign. (laughs)
3: For
0: that one, I
2: had to lay down. (laughs) I I had heat stroke. (laughs) <laughs> no i'm just joking uh, but you, yeah it was insane that was probably the, the craziest the second craziest thing
0: tornadoes happened. bears eating moose you guys see a lot yeah we uh you mentioned it. you alluded to it earlier and and um it'll be a couple weeks before we we uh drop this episode but tell us about this charity event at revolution that you you mentioned earlier
3: yeah make music, music matter so um we were approached uh by neil sanderson about this because he's on the board um of directors that puts this whole thing together. And I I believe they're entirely based out of Toronto, but they have um, people from all over the world. So what they do is they have like this healing and harmony program and it's, they have offices all over the world where they tie in um, music therapy, but they disguise it through act like through like actual therapy for trauma victims, like victims of war, victims of rape, poverty, like just really deep, dark stuff. So, when people are in these hospitals, they also go through this music program and they, they find these people who have like this artistic ability and this sense of music. And they actually put them through a full program of being an artist. So, they get to record music, work with producers, mm-hmm. songwriters, and it completely transforms their lives. And then they get accepted back into their communities and like they build the community and just this whole. Cycle of healing through music, and it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And they're in so many countries now; it's amazing. But all this money is being raised to help that.
2: And I, I think, in in some ways, like even uh, where music is shifted and stuff, like we've seen similar things of like like punk rock and shit. Like, the, like that started from people going through a lot of traumatic things in their lives. And connecting to a sound, so being able to to like nurture these people in being artists, they're also bringing forward a voice that's going to connect that with other people that have gone through the same sort of stuff, and then not so these other people don't feel alone, like they 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 feel that connection, and music has that power. So it's really interesting the layers of it, and how it can really be effective, and and uh, so it was it was a a great experience and we're really really proud and happy to work with the such an incredible team behind it and uh that was that was our first performance in like a like together like that since so it's like a year and a half mm-hmm. first time for us to really kind of like get out there and play in front of new people
3: yeah a lot of the people <laughs> working the production of the room hadn't seen a live show yet so we were kind of like their yeah, first concert yeah
2: i was and like
3: we're, oh yeah i kind of forgot like
2: yeah and we like alan cross is a part of it too we were talking with him like prior and uh and like he was just i was chatting with him and he was talking about how he just misses guitar <laughs> like, yeah and like it's been it's been a while for yeah for these people too so it, the vibe of the the whole experience everyone was just like really buzzing and, and feeling great about it and stuff and so it, it's a uh, it was amazing it was a, it was amazing and I, I really hope that uh, we're able to raise um, a bunch of money to be able to really help this cause because I think it's it's something very special um, that can speak volumes through music to help victims of trauma
3: yeah even here on a level in canada too which is great like they're starting a new office in canada like an mm-hmm. actual headquarters to heal trauma victims in canada
0: mm-hmm. what an amazing yeah. evolution of of music therapy i didn't i never considered it going to that level of um you know helping people <clears throat> you know truly take their trauma and their and their relief or their therapy or into the creative process like that that's amazing
3: yeah mm-hmm. they actually they like put them out internationally like the records that they that they do with these people it's nuts we have two vinyls here actually we're gonna put them on tomorrow but
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's really cool and, yeah, and we got to work with some pretty crazy people like david uh
2: vitrell
3: he's uh he's the head of make music matter board right now and he's an insane producer like he's three-time grammy winner mm-hmm. like he's done all of Johnny's favorite records. Like it's pretty crazy to see. The a lot list. of them.
2: Yeah. I have a lot of favorite records. <laughs>
3: One for every week.
2: But but yeah, yeah. He did all
3: the tool records and like just some insane, <laughs> insane stories.
2: He was, he's, he's super pro. So the, the sound and what we were able to work with him is just that he was so dialed in to us. And, uh, and like our our releases and stuff too so he really dialed those sounds back into the live uh the live performance so it sounds so close to the record uh or the records in uh in many ways so he was he yeah he was incredible to work with it was amazing and
3: yeah. how'd you
1: guys get involved with that project
3: yeah so that was through neil because he's on the board and- right he had yeah. asked if we could be a part of it so we were happy to help with such a great cause yeah and there's a lot of artists coming up i think they've announced a few already like what was the super group so it's cone from some 41 and uh ian from billy talent they're doing a song together or a few songs together and then the trues came in like we were yeah. all in the studio at the same time passing each other going in and out because we all have our scheduled times we're like oh my god hey it was yeah. so good to see those people. So I, I can't wait to see those episodes, too, because I think we're the first episode. Okay. So it's yeah. us and Neil does an, a song on piano that was so beautifully written. Yeah. And I then uh, I just, I saw a special guest in there, too, today. So yeah. I won't say who it is, but I'm, I thought that was pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. it's it's. I think they did a really, really good job. We, we kind of watched sort of a little bit of a first draft thing today and uh, and like we we're we thought it was really good and and darcy who was the founder tells this beautiful story like goes into more detail about specifics on like this one specific story. The story is just like very uh very touching the difference that they made yeah so it's it's great and it's like it's like 15 bucks for a ticket and all the proceeds go towards the charity So everybody's just donating their time. Like David donated his time, like all the the musicians involved, just donating time and stuff just to be a part of something special like this and make a difference. So if you got friends out there and you want to help this charity, $15. (laughs) 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 Make
0: music. That kind of makes me uh, value music education more is – seeing it become such a relevant part of people's journeys after in you know later on in their lives right like That's i gotta so i gotta assume were you guys band nerds in in school
3: i was yeah i
0: had a feeling you were in the oh, percussion yeah. section no doubt yeah yeah
3: i actually got cut from the band <laughs> <Man. laughs> weren't you on tuba i think you played tuba
2: I, well, I i had like i was on tuba for music class and then i was like bass guitar and you then bass,
3: I, guitar, and band?
2: Yeah, and then I got cut, like, for jazz, like, the jazz, bass, guitar. Um, but I was, like, I, w- I was kind of an outsider. <laughs> like, I was, I had, like, my high school bands and stuff. Yeah. I had a band in, like, elementary school. And we would just, like, mess around and, like, I didn't really like school all that much. So, <laughs> <laughs> my band nerd was, was me not being in school and playing with a band in the garage, <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you play an Bang instrument i was just gonna say did you have band trips like did you guys have like
3: high- we did actually my our school band used to compete at Canada's wonderland okay for, like
0: so did i okay those were really? fun. those were fun days yeah
3: we shut down the whole park for the competition yeah it was, it was amazing. amazing
0: just like a, hundreds of band nerds and funnel cake and yeah you know
3: <laughs> kids
0: yeah we That's, did,
1: uh, ours did a trip to Disneyland. So that was probably my number one, that was my number one reason for
0: joining band. You went to Disneyland? We went where? to D- Disneyland. Didsbury, Didsbury High, High School. School.
1: And we, same thing, we competed. Actually, Didsbury High School had a really, really good band program. What were you playing? Uh, I was a
0: percussionist as well. Okay. Well, yeah, but what were you playing?
1: Well, I did, so, and we had marching band.
0: So I did like the big
1: stand-up, the big, because yeah. I was the biggest guy. So, oh, here, let's just put this on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but timpani what and hoping, all that. what
3: were you hoping he'd say like xylophone <laughs>
1: trying well
0: i mean i try. i did do a mean triangle <laughs> I, I don't know i just i didn't know pete have, I, that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know pete's uh musical instrument I, history i do not
1: have much musical ability but i could uh i could bang on things pretty okay
0: what were you, enough to get to disneyland what were you playing in in your high school percussion section
3: me everything
0: yeah were you, were so we you... all
3: rotated because no one wanted to get stuck on one thing so
0: yeah of course
3: there was just four of us
0: damn pete went to disneyland to compete i know i as a cheated in a concert I, band that's amazing it that is pretty amazing I didn't know that
3: stuff that's nuts
2: i should have stayed in school more
0: <laughs> i did i did go i did go to cuba with my high school jazz band so um,
3: oh that's what? huge
0: yeah yeah
3: you guys had epic trips
0: yeah that was a fun time
3: I think the only time we crossed the border was for art, I and mean, we went to New York, and that was
0: huge. That sounds awesome. Well, you guys, yeah. I mean, I, how do they do it in Alberta? Because did your kids go to Quebec?
1: Uh, and Ethan went on a Quebec trip, okay. but it wasn't a...
0: Did you guys, you guys did like a grade 8 Quebec trip where yeah. you grew up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah I guess I would have been grade 8 out to Quebec. Where did you go? Uh, Quebec City and Montreal. Okay. Yeah. But, but it's like a pretty easy drive for us. I was like, just
1: gonna say, not far of a jaunt for you, in but Alberta, yeah, that's they right. Straight they straight
0: up fly him out, right?
1: They flew out. Yeah, I think they spent a couple of days in Ottawa and then Montreal mm-hmm. and then Quebec City was his, yeah, his grade eight trip. My kids have been lucky. That's yeah, he's my he got to do that. And then I think a grade ten went to New York with their drama program.
3: Awesome. Um, oh, and then my daughter
1: on a science project or a science trip went to Florida and they went to NASA and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, so cool. I've
0: been pretty lucky. That Think,
3: is so amazing.
0: Things have changed. Yeah.
3: Man, we have to have kids so I can like <laughs> start chaperone. The best
1: me. The best band story we had though is we had a band exchange with kids in Merritt, BC. And so this would have been grade 10, 11, probably grade eleven-ish. So these kids from Merritt BC came out and we decided to show them a real good Alberta time. So I'm sure bush parties. He has bush bush parties in Ontario at all? I guess it's probably. Maybe a little tricky oh, yeah. to find. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, the anyways, ravine. we we have this we have this bush party, and uh, it's at an old an old farmyard with an old barn and a bunch of hay bales, big round hay bales that have been there forever, and the, everything goes up in smoke that night. It got oh, so yeah. crazy. There was probably about 350 kids that came from all over the small towns, and somehow these bales got lit, and it was just like dominoes. The bales lit on fire Jeez. all the way over to this old barn. Barn goes up, and that was the end of— uh, The barn? The barn went up. As well. It was an abandoned barn. It was an old abandoned barn. Um, but they didn't do any band exchange trips after that. Yeah. No more sending <laughs>
0: high school kids out to Didsbury.
3: <laughs> it was enough of yeah. that.
0: That is outrageous. That is outrageous.
3: How guilty do you feel about that? <laughs> None. It the,
0: was... importance of <laughs> yeah, the importance of music education.
2: the importance. Back to the point. Yeah, the importance. Right. Music education. Um, I Watch saw. It. Watch me. Be careful. You might burn down a barn.
0: <laughs> um, I did see, and I wanted to ask you about it, but I, I think one of you had posted about that Dan Auerbach, uh Doctor John doc that they announced uh, like a week or two ago.
3: I'm so excited.
0: Did, they they didn't actually put a trailer. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, from Black he's yeah. like, produced a Dr. John documentary, hmm. which is coming out. And I'm very, very excited yeah. for that.
3: Yeah, because he did the last Dr. John record, right?
0: Oh, I had no idea, really.
3: Oh, it's so good. I got to check awesome. that out. It's yeah. so good. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's perfect. I can't wait for this. I
2: think it was the last one. He might have released one. Well, he passed there.
3: away shortly after, didn't he? I can't
2: remember i went through i went
0: through a phase probably about a year ago i watched that old hbo show treme which is all about like it's partly about the music scene in in new orleans after katrina and dr john Mm -hmm. is a pretty prominent figure in in that show and uh i probably spent like a solid month listening to nothing but new orleans jazz and funk and it was it was incredible so good
3: i just love his mix of like voodoo in there yes like, oh so cool
2: yeah dr john he's, he's incredible like just he's so unique i don't know anybody that's like i can't pin him up against anybody else no as as far as a writer artist like no he's very unique he,
3: and
2: that- I don't know, what's is like his whole thing. He's like, it's like a witch doctor sort of like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <craziness. laughs> and
2: then uh what was that Muppet character that was oh, based Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. right. What's yeah. his
3: name again? Dr. T. Dr. T. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 that's right.
3: Like that. it's piano player? Yeah.
0: Damn, I never even yeah, connected
1: Dr. those dots. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah, that's incredible.
1: <laughs> um, If you guys, has anybody been watching the McCartney, Rick Rubin documentary? Have you guys checked that out?
0: no where
2: is it where is I it? Threw it on i threw it on last night and sort of like half asleep was like burning through it and uh it looked it like some of the stuff was really really cool um but i thought <laughs> i don't want to say this yes. i was like <laughs>
3: burning through the dog <laughs> or burning through?
2: through that because it's a series right right uh, oh i see but uh yeah, I, I was digging it. I thought it was it was pretty cool to hear the mixes that, that way and like them kind of like really pushing stuff forward and bringing stuff back and the storytelling and stuff.
1: Just kinda nice to see those two different minds, uh both brilliant in their own rights, kinda going through those. Like, I mean, none of the information that came out is really anything new. I think I don't know that we could ever possibly discover anything about well, the
0: Beatles that we don't know already. I'd heard the opposite because uh Ruben was on Mark Marin's podcast this week and Marin kind of he, uh, you know, I'm going to butcher this, but alludes to McCartney is uh, kind of like a uh, an amusement park of memories and factoids now. And you think yeah. that you've heard every single one of them, but somehow Rick managed to pull a few gems that no one's ever seen before. So. Hmm. I, that tends. Well, me, I've but... still
1: got two episodes to go yet,
0: so maybe. And it's you in know those two. everything.
1: Oh, I wouldn't say I know everything, but it's a. I got a pretty decent knowledge of. That's true.
0: That's true. That can't be argued. What were you going to say? Come on, Johnny. What were you going to say that you didn't want to say?
2: No, it's not. It's, it's not <laughs> worth saying. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> like, it, would be, it would just. get me in trouble. I like it's not worth it. Well, you can't I... say anything nice. Don't say anything at all.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I so speaking of things we're watching uh we were dming the other day about i think you should leave and (laughs) i wanted to ask if now that you've finished you know your record are you guys going to start writing soundtrack music for the upcoming crashmore movie
2: (laughs) i would love to i think oh my god that's shit! it's (laughs) just like when you once you figure it once he it's revealed that he's santa claus Then you go back to the beginning of it all and start to watch it again. And you're like, if you lived in a world where this was, like, true, and this was really, like, Santa Claus exists, and he is, like, this. And it's him. Yeah. (laughs) He's talking about, what is he talking about? Getting paid two mil, even if he does a bad job. uh, Santa Claus. (laughs) uh, Talking about how he sees... They, I've seen every cock
0: about. on the planet, I think he said. Yeah, I've
2: seen every cock on the planet.
4: Well, just see, <laughs> no, like, wait, have, see if <laughs> I've seen everybody naked.
2: to see if they have tattoos. That's a bad <laughs> <girl. laughs> Tattoos are bad behavior. But then you well, see okay, the, in the skin, first year though the, right? Is that what he says? His like, his movies like. Fuck
0: you, you suck. I did that's what I want to that see. Exactly
2: his bad behavior. That
4: was actually his first message
0: straight. Yeah. yeah. For, okay. for for the uninitiated, the context is that there's it's basically like a John Wick movie, but you don't truly know why he has this vendetta against yeah. these criminals. Yeah. So he's just going in guns blazing saying you fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. This is it's Santa funny. going in? Yeah. yeah, but you don't know yeah. it's Santa. But you don't know it's Santa until the end. <laughs>
4: It's, yeah. his activity, no, it's, right? Santa,
0: oh, it's his actor career, yeah. No, it's Santa, but he wants to be an actor now. Oh,
2: yeah. okay. I like it. <laughs> so they, the what? interview process, too, it they started off. Get... They started off, and they were like, uh, they say his name like Santa Claus or whatever, and they say something about Christmas.
3: Man <laughs> who needs no introduction. Yeah, she <laughs> does the
2: Billy Bob <laughs> Thornton. It's, it, <laughs> it's like fucking Mike off and shit, stands up, he's ready to walk out because he, he told them not to mention christmas <laughs> yeah
0: that skit i i like i find that the ones i like the most are the ones that get really sad like oh, yeah. the <laughs> skit with bob odenkirk was like one of the funniest oh, yeah. but m- m- the saddest things i've ever seen in my life
2: yeah, I forgot. it kills <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> the winking that's happening. Oh
0: fuck! Oh or God. when he, yeah, when he goes, when he goes into the mall to play the prank, and he's just wearing that oh, suit. Yeah.
2: You know, gotta watch. It. You I gotta mean, watch. I'm in. I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? When you're wearing that suit, and the, 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 his vest is so choice—the choice of the small vest in that suit. <laughs> it's
3: like it was terrifying. He fun. looked
2: terrifying. It was it was, was reminding reminded me of Jackass or like
3: grandpa or bad grandpa or something like when they do like the transformation and totally. like an elderly person but they did it
2: so badly. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> well,
0: I I think I think you guys should just start writing crash more soundtrack tunes and then just force force it. Just
2: done. <laughs> you guys are ready. You
0: guys are ready to go. <laughs>
2: You <laughs> would only be so lucky to write soundtracks for Santa Claus.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to figure
2: out... A, that'll be your Christmas album.
1: Oh, that's yeah, you
2: need a Christmas album.
0: album. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: I'm trying to figure out, Renee, between writing and recording the greatest album that we're ever going to possibly hear and watching <laughs> the show, how do you get any studying in?
3: Oh, it's been crazy. Actually, that's why I had to postpone the first one, because... I had to like delay some assignments and stuff. So it's been nuts, but I I just feel like I'm in it now and I just wanna get my diploma and just get back on the road. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna finish it.
2: It's really, it's amazing like to do like, her passion for this is, is incredible. And I like, Aww. I, I think it's, I think it's always good to like explore different passions. Oh, and hell yeah. It keeps us, it keeps us fresh on different ideas and different things. And, and it's like, I, I so to have this time, I'm like, I'm super proud of what she's achieving with this. It's and awesome. Is it
1: something that you've always wanted to do? And then the pandemic just kind of gave you a little bit of the time to do it or?
3: No, not really. Like I just, I like plants. I don't know. (laughs) It's just like botany and just like the environment. I've always been like kind of an environmental activist on the side. I don't really vocally do a whole lot. Like we we focus more on like sea shepherd and stuff, but Mm -hmm. I still don't like to be too, too much on that side because I don't like alienating people or making people feel like crap. I think now is the time to not do that to the people so yeah I just want to be more on the side of what more can I do or what more can I learn about to do better by me basically Mm -hmm. so I just I had a lot of time on my hands and now like I'm in over my head but (laughs) (laughs) going into it was like this is awesome this is easy I'm like I can't do this anymore (laughs) 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 it's not even fun
2: (laughs) you also down. let's put on some i think you should leave
0: <laughs> you also um is that pretty new your your uh, promark partnership or
3: yeah so um well I've, i used to use promark in the past but just like um because i would see other drummers use it they were actually the first stick brand i ever picked up okay. and then my first endorsement was silver fox and they were a company out of boston mmm um, but they ended up getting sold and then the guy just tanked the company. So I was slowly running out of sticks and I just had the supply for a long time. And so I had been bouncing back and forth with all these different companies, not like endorsement wise, but just trying different sticks. And I was very particular about, you know, because so it's like it's how it feels in your hands and when you play, like every sticks different. It's really it's hard to explain. Some are tacky, some have nothing, mm-hmm. some are long, some are not. Nice. That could describe so many things, but <laughs> um, so I eventually, I got a thing from Dario. So we're with Dario, which kind of is Promark's in that umbrella mm-hmm. and they're not far from us actually. So I got like a little blast out of an email about um, Promark going full sustainable. So now they literally grow the trees that they're using for sticks and regrow the trees. And so it's not like they're just clear cutting forests anymore, so. I was like, "All right." <laughs> I picked up the phone. I called Larry. I'm like, "I'm in. Let's do this. Let's let's make this official." So, it was very cool, and I'm happy to be a part of the family. It's such an enormous company, and and the support is global. So, yeah.
1: Congrats! That's awesome. Yeah, and with them being fully sustainable, <laughs> like that's a match made in heaven right there.
3: Oh, was, I know. I was like, "Okay, this is obviously a calling." I'm gonna just jump on this because this is perfect. And I, I I went in and researched right after that and no other stick company is doing that.
1: So and I'm curious, like where do they where are they growing these trees?
3: Uh well they're I think they're all American based. Is so it? I'm okay. not I'm not entirely sure. I just I read the whole thing and I dove in a little deeper and then I was just like, Yeah, okay, this is great. But I'm not entirely sure where where they're cutting or growing from. But I'll I'll look into that for you.
0: It's awesome. <laughs> um well listen we uh we really appreciate you guys taking some time with us it's honestly always a pleasure hanging out and chatting with you both
3: i know i wish it was Thanks, in person
0: yeah. we're, we're gonna get there it'll Soon. happen yes yeah. um all right anything else
1: uh you want to add no you guys are amazing yeah. can't, can't wait to do this in person again Bye.
3: Yeah. yeah it's really
0: awesome seeing you guys yeah keep in touch if you're in the area and you have free
3: time for sure stay cool we'll
0: all Me right too. peace see you guys all right thanks guys. Good
3: night.
0: bye
1: yeah as we mentioned before we got going just great people yep. they're just absolutely delightful to be around and with and do you check out that tv show
0: you check out that netflix show
1: i haven't yet but i promise i am going to you gotta check it out Put it on for the family. Actually, <laughs> actually don't my, do that. my son knew about it
0: right away. I, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so, sense. So we'll get on it. Uh, yeah, check that out, um, and check out the standstills. They've got that uh, charity thing coming up, actually. Yeah. Um, you might be able to catch that now with Revolution... Uh, studios,
1: and then they've got the Rock the Hub in Truro. Yep, coming yep. up momentarily, and uh, yeah, yep. getting things fired back up. And they'll have some washboard for us, some air washboarding to do. Yeah, man,
0: that that sounds like a lot of fun. You should start playing the washboard. I
1: like. I've always wanted to, as you know. I'm yeah, you know, I don't play Master anything. Master bass
0: drum player. Uh, as it turns yeah, the out. big
1: bass drum. Um, I wish I could play something, but yeah, maybe the
0: washboard. Maybe the washboard is it. That could be my calling. Or just play classical guitar, so you can grow out those nursy nails. <laughs> <laughs> like nasty, nasty yeah. long nails. I'll do it. No offense to anyone out there. Um, so, yeah, what do what we got? We got... Uh, uh,
1: you know, one thing that we haven't talked about before, and I didn't really realize it made a difference, but obviously everything you can do to help support the show makes a difference, but leaving Facebook reviews, which okay. I didn't realize. We, we talk a lot about getting into the algorithms with Facebook, but, you know, the more positive reviews your page gets, Facebook again, that helps reviews.
0: Facebook reviews. That's a thing? Mm, 100%. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So Facebook Facebook reviews, reviews, iTunes, iTunes, uh, ratings. Yeah, that's huge. huge. Yelp, um, TripAdvisor. (laughs) So we have to start setting up (laughs) accounts as a business. I guess, yeah. Um, And, yeah, rate and review. uh, Subscribe is huge. Like and subscribe on YouTube. And, uh, I don't know, let us know if anything cool is happening. We appreciate it. We really love the support. Tell me about your cool bathrooms.
1: And they probably have some speakers in those bathrooms that they're playing some new jams on. Oh, if you're on. not
0: listening to podcasts or music on the on the toilet, then I don't know. What are you still reading? What's, what's the point? It's gross. Done. Um, anyways, thanks to the standstills. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Tourism Red Deer, Sawback Brewing, Go Services, Inc., Boz Barn Stage, Producers Ryan and Riley, and, uh, well. Commun- communal Creative Studios in Red Deer. When are, when are we going to see you next? Peter Michaels.
1: Uh, like just a couple of days from now, I do believe we've got many more episodes to come. But what about the next time? Huh? Huh? Ah, the next, next time? God damn it! Say it! I'm not gonna. It's yours. Wednesday,
0: Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday.
1: The Road the Stage is produced by Ryan Cooley and Riley Suryin. Recorded in Red Deer, Alberta, and in partnership with Bose Bar and Stage, Troubled Monk, and Tourism Red Deer. The Road, the Stage.